All right, hey guys, welcome back. Today, um, we're going to be talking about a little bit more about tennis um, in a preview of tomorrow's action in Barcelona and in Belgrade. Um, Barcelona 500 and uh, I think it's the Belgrade's an ATP 200. We're going to be talking a little bit about the biggest stars, some other news. Um, there was an ejection today, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that um, and a preview for tomorrow, all coming up on the show. All right, hey guys, what's up? Uh, so, future me, I was listening to my intro before I put it into the podcast. I meant 250, not 200. I'm not brainless about tennis. But anyways, uh, first matchup is, so Nadal, Big. we're going to talk a little bit about the big name. So, Nadal won his first match. It was a little shaky again. I wonder, it might be because of his back injury. I haven't really seen him play a great match. Well, I guess he played... Dimitrov, but apparently Dimitrov had a tooth problem there, and uh, and Del Bonas isn't really that good. But anyways, uh, the the best match he played against a good player was the Tsitsipas match in um, Australian Open. He played an all around good match there. Maybe it was up two sets to none, but but still. Um, but now he still seems a little shaky. Maybe be rusty from the back injury. Um, but he pulled it out. That's, I guess, because he's a fighter and he'll do whatever it takes to win. So, but anyways, he is 103-1 and in opening matches. I'm not sure if that's on clay or just alone, but hold on. 103-1 and in matches, I believe on clay, but you can fact check me. Um, uh, and he hasn't lost two straight clay opening round matches since he was 15 years old. Uh, that's... So he obviously wasn't going to let that trend end today. But now we'll talk a little bit about Djokovic and then later on the show, an ejection from uh, in in Barcelona. All right, now we're going to talk a little bit about... <clears throat> Sorry, it's like the second time I've done it. <laughs> My bad. I don't know if it affects your listening abilities. But anyway, um, Fabio Fanini lost the first set 6-0, obviously not playing very well. But then he picks it up a little bit in the second set, and it's four all. And he like goes on. He like he's on fire, and he and he he was the line judge reported him to the umpire, and the umpire ejected him for vulgar language, is what I'll I'll put here. Um, and so he gets ejected. He's hot. He goes to the net, grabs a racket, puts his packs his stuff up, puts his bag on his back, and as he's walking out, smacks his racket against the net post and throws it against the ground in anger and just walks away. So much for a comeback attempt. But, you know, a wonderful match by his opponent, I guess, for the first set. I mean, uh, Zapata Morales, I believe he was a uh, he was a play-in or a qualifier so a good match, I guess good match for him, I guess before the walkover. But but he will move on to the second round uh, by undecided terms. Novak, uh, moving on to another big name, obviously Novak Djokovic. He puts his, uh, he puts the Monte Carlo match behind him and uh, he defeats Kwan, S. Kwan, uh, the fellow Korean, 6-1-6-3 in a pretty uh in a pretty flawless opening at the Serbia Open. Uh 
now he'll now take on uh, uh, Mimar Kazmanovic, another guy who who's been playing some good tennis lately. Well, maybe not recently, recently, but in the past years, he's another young guy that you got to really watch out for. I think he's moved in to the top 75, I believe. Um, but he's a very good player. Probably will give Djokovic a good match. Um, and I'm looking forward to that one tomorrow. Um, but we'll see how Nadal and uh, Djokovic will do in their supporting, not supporting, in their two tournaments this week. All right, now what we're going to do here on the show is we're going to go a little we're going to do one segment about other matches in Belgrade and then we're going to do another segment about matches in Barcelona, but we're going to start with Barcelona. Um we're going to start with a few of the bigger names at least in recent times like Dan Evans, he made it <clears throat> How many times we're going to cough this episode? Um but anyways, um Dan Evans, he goes down in three sets uh to Quarantine Mutet, uh, a Frenchman, um, he goes he goes down uh, after making it to the semis of the 1000 in Monte Carlo. Um, obviously, Fanini loses by default. Um, Karina Busta easily threw against Jordan Thompson, 6-4, um, Diego Schwartzman, another guy, he lost early um, in Monte Carlo. He had a tough one against Francis Tiafo, but but he pulls it out. Um, Yannick Sinner, another guy who lost in the first round at Monte Carlo, he pulls through six three six two. Not necessarily a surprise. Look for a good match though between him and Roberto Batista Agut. Um, and then Rublev beats the lucky loser, uh, Federico Gallo. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Musetti, another guy, he beat Feliciano Lopez, uh, but then he lost to. Ajay Aliassim in the round of 32. Uh, and then Tsitsipas, he has been on a tear. He beat Munar. Now, yes, Munar isn't necessarily a top-caliber player, but Munar is a very, very good player. Tsitsipas, he didn't, he hasn't dropped a set since before Monte Carlo. Um, and it was 6-0, him, and we'll move on now to some Belgrade matches. All right, now our final segment before some previews for tomorrow's matches. We are going to talk about some important matches in the Belgrade Open. Yeah. Well, it's not as progressed yet. Some matches might be going on tonight. But John Millman is the seventh seed. He's he's still winning. He's getting old, but he's still good. Um and two lucky losers, uh, I shouldn't talk about this because it's kind of funny. Two lucky losers made it into the tournament. Joao Sosa, was he the one who got banned? I'm not sure. Not banned, but like suspended for a while. But I'm not sure. But Del Bonus reaches the second round and will play Laovic. Um, uh, Matteo Berrettini, he's running through. He'll play Kranovic um, in the quarterfinals tomorrow, I believe. I talked about it a little bit before. Djokovic will play Kazmanovic. I'm looking forward to that match. Um, Poprin made it through to the second round. Bednin and Karatsev have yet to play. I like Karatsev in that match. Karatsev really should have a wave of confidence going into any matches he plays now because I just love where he's at, and he, he's been winning. Remember at the beginning of the year he said, I just want to be in the top 100. He, that was him ranked like 120. He comes into the Australian Open and absolutely blows it up and gets, 
I think he's at least top 60 now, um, which is pretty crazy considering that that wasn't his goal before uh, coming into it. Yeah, like, yeah, he's all the way up to 28th, 28th in the world after saying, I want to be in the top 100. Like, wow, like, he made it to semis there. I think he got his first title this year as well. He's just very been very, very good. Uh, and a force to be reckoned with for years to come. But anyways, move on to a couple of previews for tomorrow's matches. All right, we will start with Barcelona as all the round of 16 offer, uh, matches are set. Yes, round of 16. Uh, and obviously, it's a 500, so there's a little bit more matches in it. But uh, So Nadal will play Kei Nishikori. Ever since Kei Nishikori, after his injury, he's been playing so much better lately. I I see a good match, especially I'd especially give Kane Nishikori a, a good chance to win based off of his his form lately and Nadal's poor form really lately. Um, if Nadal can pull it together tomorrow and he can play a really good match, I I see Nadal really winning, not easily but pretty handedly. Um, but it's just if he 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 almost. He almost went down to a qualifier, and I don't think Kane Ishikori would take that opportunity if Nadal's not playing very well and would beat him if he's not at full form. But anyways, Goffin and Nori. Nori has been winning quite a bit, and Goffin obviously has been consistently winning his whole career. I like I like Goffin in this match just based off of uh, experience, and and he's just, I think he's a bit better player at this at this moment in time although nori is still very very young um and i like him uh moving on to mutet and schwartzman assuming another guy who hasn't really just been playing as well as he usually does um lately it's schwartzman obviously lost in the first round of monte carlo he'll play corinton mutet uh, another guy he beat Dan Ev- uh, hot Dan Evans. So I expect another good match based off his same. It's a similar thing with the Kane Shakori and Rafael Nadal match. Um, I expect Diego Schwartzman probably to win. Um, but it's just, you can never know um, because another guy who hasn't really just been on top of his form lately. Um, now we'll move on to Bernabe Zapata and Pablo Carena Busta. Two, two Spaniards uh, going at it. Um, uh, I I like I obviously like Pablo Carena Busta in this match to move on, but you never know because I don't know if we caught if he caught Fabio Fanini on a bad day. I mean, Fanini could could have definitely gotten frustrated. I didn't watch that match, but he could have definitely gotten frustrated because Fanini, when it's not going right, he can get frustrated. But Zapata Morales, a qualifier, um, coming in, he beat another qualifier, Andre Kuznetsov, uh, six seven seven five six one, and then beat uh Fabio Fanini if you can call it a win 6044 but the way he was playing was absolutely amazing he's he's looking good lately um and Karina Busta probably will win but maybe in two sets but it's going to be a close two sets uh moving on to Roberto Batista Agut and Yannick Sinner I like the upset here this is if there's a match in this in the round of 16 that's going to be an upset I would go with Yannick Sinner over Batista Agut I just love Yannick Sinner, he's he's only 19. He's ranked at the top. I think he's 26th, I believe. Um, he's just on his way to the top. He's been playing very, very well. Um, 11 seed in this tournament. He'll go up against the five. But I expect a third setter there. 
uh, Rublev and Alberto, Albert Ramos Vinolas, Rublev pretty handedly in two sets because just the way Rublev made Monte Carlo final, beat Nadal, um, like the way he's been playing very, very much. And this is another, another, this will probably be the best match all day tomorrow. Denis Shapovalov and Felix Auger Aliassime, um, both had relatively close matches, obviously, Shapovalov having it easier and Felix Felix um getting the best of Musetti, another guy who's young and doing well. Uh six oh in the third. Uh obviously pulled it together in the second and third set. But I expect a close third setter in that one. That one could really go either direction, but maybe I maybe Shapovalov can overtake him. But if Aj Ali seem He's he's if I had to choose two, both of them could get relatively frustrated in matches if it's not necessarily going great for them. But I I think Felix has better cool and composure on the court when he's down or he's not playing very well. So I think if he can frustrate Shapovalov or go up early on Shapovalov, I like his chances in this match to move on. And our last match for tomorrow is Alex Dimonor and Stefano Tsitsipas. Dimonor, obviously, 14 seed, great player. I think he's ranked in the top 35 at least. And just Tsitsipas, just the way he's been playing lately, I just think Tsitsipas is going to overtake. Possibly Tsitsipas could win this whole tournament, no matter how hard his road gets, just based off the way he's been playing. Um, But anyways, now we'll move on to some Belgrade previews and scores. This one will be considerably shorter as... uh, the Belgrade matches are going to, the round of 16 or the quarterfinal, the play, the round of 16 is going to be over two days. So I, I'm going to preview the remaining. I'm going to start off by doing the tomorrow's quarterfinals as a couple of them are, are set. But then I'm also going to talk about the round of six, some of the round of 16 matches that are still yet to happen. So the first one is Kazmanovic and Djokovic. I think... Possibly Djokovic, I think possibly Kazmanovic will give him a good match early, but then Djokovic will definitely find his form just based off of experience and uh, skill. Now, don't get me wrong, Kazmanovic is definitely going to be one of the great players, in my opinion, in the next few years. As one of the, He's, he's going to be one of those young players that are just climbing the rankings. Like He's only 21, but he's already in the top 50. Um but I like, I obviously like Djokovic in that match. But now I'll move on to the, well, actually there's one more quarterfinals that's set. I won't obviously happen for a couple of days, but you have Philip Kranovic and Matteo Berrettini. So I like Berrettini a lot in this match, but I expect a good fight from Kranovic. Um, he is ranked on the top 33, or he's ranked 33rd, and Berrettini is ranked 10. So I expect a great not necessarily a showdown, but I this match will be a classic. Well, how is it a showdown but not a classic? Okay, just forget everything I just said. Um, but I like, but I think Berrettini will move on in that one. But now we'll move on to the remaining round of sixteen matches that are still yet to come. I think Poprin will get the best of the qualifier. Um, uh, Gianluca. Mah- is it Major, Majir, or Maher? I'm not positive. You can let me know if you want. Um, but he he upset 
Gier, uh, six four six three in the first round. Nine seeded Gier, uh, another Serbian that's playing this tournament. Um, but he'll play Poprin. Obviously, Poprin had another close match with another qualifier. But Poprin, he he hasn't necessarily been winning as much. But I've been watching some of the matches that he's lost, and they've all been very very close. Or he's put up a good fight and he's been playing well. So I just like the way he's been playing. So I think he'll get the best of Mejir. Um But maybe, because Mejir now, he's, he's only ranked 96th. But he is not old, but Poprin's only 21. So experience might come into effect there. Um, but now we'll talk about John Millman and Taro Daniel. I think John Millman will win. Um, Daniel, Japanese. He's ranked 126. He's he's already 28, and he's only ranked 126. And Millman, by experience and by, oh, he's had some quite a bit of success in his career. So, and he's still ranked 43rd. Um, so I think that he'll come out on top in that match. Um, now, that's oh Delbonis and Lajovic. This is our last match that I'll talk about today. Um, uh, Del Bonus and Lajovic. Um, I think Del Bonus. I li- I think Lajovic will win this one because Lajovic just seems like a better player lately and just all time. And uh, Del Bonus just hasn't had as much success in his career um, as uh, many other players as normal. Um, it's obviously very good. So a lot of these matches could really just go either way. Um, but anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fast Break Sports, and I'll talk to you next time on the show.